Just a quick heads up that I am currently on maternity leave, which means that the Fertility Co podcast is taking a break. But please don't panic because I'm already working on some exciting things behind the scenes. And when I come back, I'm really looking forward to sharing with you a brand new, completely free mini course all about ovulation and finding your fertile window. In the meantime, there are still heaps of ways that you can continue to learn about your fertility and your menstrual cycle while I take a break. If you're just getting started with charting your cycle, you can check out my free fertility roadmap. If you want to dive deeper and learn exactly when you're ovulating, then you can watch my Fix Your Fertility Masterclass. There is, of course, also my Conceive with Confidence workshop series and, of course, my flagship online program, Fertility School. If you want individualized support from a trained fertility educator, that's me, then you can book in to my wait list for a one-on-one consult. And I would love to work with you to achieve your fertility goals in 2024. Spots are strictly limited though, and links to all of those resources are in the show notes. In this episode, we're talking about period and fertility tracking apps, when they can be useful, when they do more harm than good, and how to sort out the good from the downright crappy. Hey, I'm Rachel, and I'm obsessed with all things periods, pregnancy, pelvic floor, and helping women just like you to navigate all of life's major milestones. I'm a physiotherapist and natural fertility educator, and my passion is teaching women how to take control of their health. Fertility, pregnancy, nutrition, and menstrual cycle health, we'll dive deep into all of it right here. All those questions you've been secretly Googling, all those things you're too embarrassed to ask your doctor, because, well, we're women. Shouldn't we just know this stuff? So get comfy and get ready to finally have all of your questions answered. Hit subscribe now and let me teach you what they never taught us in health class. You're listening to the Mana Women's Wellness Podcast. Want to say goodbye to hormonal contraceptives and their weird and unpleasant side effects? Want to improve your chances of conceiving quickly and naturally? Sounds like you need my fertility roadmap, my simple three-step system to understanding your body's natural fertile signs and pinpointing ovulation day so that you can use this knowledge to achieve or avoid pregnancy. To grab your free copy, head over to manawomenswellness.com forward slash roadmap. Welcome to episode 32 of the Man of Women's Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel, and today we are talking about period and fertility tracking apps. Now, I seem to have developed quite the reputation for being anti-app, and I'm not necessarily anti-app, I'm anti-crappy apps, and it seems that there are a lot of them out there. The internet is completely flooded with period and ovulation tracking apps that claim to help you to monitor your menstrual cycle and your fertile window. Here's the bad news though. Most of them are nothing more than a high-tech version of the rhythm method. And the rhythm method is this outdated idea that we all have a 28-day cycle and that we all ovulate on day 14. And if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time now, you would know that this is simply not true. The rhythm method is so damn ineffective, both as a method of birth control and to help you conceive, because it doesn't take into consideration your unique cycle. So the rhythm method was introduced in the 30s following research into ovulation and when it occurred during the menstrual cycle. And this information is great as an introduction to the menstrual cycle in a textbook, but not quite for real life human women. 
Its effectiveness is horrendously low, and while most women have heard of the rhythm method and they know that it's more of a what not to do rather than something to stick with, unfortunately, so many apps out there are trying to be something that technologically they're not. Ovulation occurs at different times in the cycle for all women and can even change from month to month. So let's say you ovulate one month around day 17, which is absolutely normal. If your app is telling you that you ovulate on day 14 and you want to avoid pregnancy, well, the app will be telling you that you're no longer fertile and you're safe to have unprotected sex by day 17, when actually you are smack bang in the middle of your fertile window. Hello, unplanned pregnancy. Or what about if you're trying to conceive? You're timing sex for day 14 every month because this is when your app is telling you your chances are highest, but by the time ovulation actually happens on day 17, you've stopped trying for the month, and the sperm that were ejaculated on day 14 might have died. Here's a statistic for you. 50% of couples that are referred on for infertility treatment just have the timing wrong which means they are literally having sex on the wrong days and they're going down the path of IVF and emotionally and financially draining fertility treatments, all because nobody at any point has sat them down and told them that the whole day 14 ovulation thing is a myth. It kills me that there are so many couples in this situation. So here's some tough love for you. If your app does nothing more than predict when you'll be fertile based on when you last had your period, delete it right now. Hit pause on this episode. Oh, wait. If when you first downloaded this app, you were asked to input the length of your menstrual cycle and the length of your period, if your app looks ahead for you and highlights your fertile days or worse, offers you to, offers to send you a friendly reminder one day before, delete it and find one that allows you to log your symptoms and nothing more. No predictions, please. Another concern that I have about apps is your privacy. So you're keeping track of some pretty intimate information. And like all apps, the software companies that make them and regulate them, they use your data. So they use your data in research studies that they might run to prove how effective their app is. And they potentially share your details with other third-party companies for their research and God knows what else. I'm sure it's all there in the fine print somewhere, but you have consented to the sharing of your very private information when you sign up and download these apps. And if you're anything like me, the less personal information about you out there on the internet, the better. I hope that you've already started charting your cycle and started your charting journey or considered starting and that you've got a bit of an understanding about your menstrual cycle and your fertile signs and how they change throughout your cycle to help you to identify where you're at, as well as what they tell you about your fertility and your ovulation. If you haven't yet and you want to know more, then check out episode two of the podcast where I do a really detailed introduction to the fertile signs and how to get started tracking them. You can also get your free fertility roadmap with my simple three-step system to charting your fertile signs too. So you can find it in the links to this episode's show notes or over on the website at manawomenswellness.com forward slash 32. Included in this guide is a blank cycle tracker, which is super simple to follow, and it helps you to get started today tracking your symptoms and your fertile signs. Print off the chart and enjoy the simplicity of putting pen to paper at the end of the day instead of looking at your phone. So now I'm going to try and be as unbiased as I can possibly be 
And now let's talk about when apps can be really helpful. And they absolutely can be for inputting information and tracking, just not predicting things for you. Apps are great for keeping an accurate record of your cycle symptoms and fertile signs. But like I've said, they should never be used as an indicator or a prediction of ovulation in your fertile window. There are heaps of free and paid apps that you can use to track your cycle. I always suggest starting with a free one and sussing it out before putting money down though. They can be really helpful because they can give you a visual representation of each cycle and they graph your symptoms for you. But apps should really only be used as a convenient way to have your chart with you at all times on your phone or to share them with a qualified healthcare professional when you want to talk through your signs and symptoms, especially if you're wanting to investigate an underlying problem. Apps on their own are not enough to teach you about your body and your unique cycle and fertile window, and they should never be relied on for contraception. Let me repeat, never rely on an app if you're tracking your cycle for natural birth control. To really judge whether or not your tracking app is reliable, at the very least, you should be able to input your cervical mucus patterns and track your basal body temperature. Ideally, you should be able to add other fertile signs in too, like ovulatory spotting or pain or sore boobs or any of those other symptoms that you might experience at different times throughout your cycle. Only tracking your temperature on an app or anywhere else on its own is not enough to determine whether or not you're fertile. Temperature can really only confirm ovulation after it's happened, but if you want to know day by day whether or not you're fertile, you will need to observe and record your cervical mucus, and this is essential whether or not you're charting for birth control or for conception. Okay, so I know I'm going to be asked about my app recommendations, so I'm going to cover that now. The app that I recommend is Kindara. So there's a free basic option and a premium paid subscription option too. And you can track all of the essential stuff, but it does have a predictive function. So turn that shiz off immediately. It does claim that it makes predictions on your data rather than the whole day 14 thing. But I still don't recommend this because anytime something is marked in as a prediction, a part of you is going to trust the technology, even if your own symptoms aren't lining up. And I want you to 100% trust your body throughout this process. I hope you found this episode helpful because this is something that I speak with women about all the damn time. I'm constantly seeing women doubting their own observations because it doesn't match up with what the app said. They're seeing fertile quality cervical mucus and they're disregarding it and not seeing it for what it clearly is because my app says I've already ovulated or that shouldn't be happening until next week. Seriously, your phone doesn't know when you're fertile. Phones are wonderful. I like my phone. I use it a lot. But your phone can't feel if you're wet or dry today. Your phone can't see your cervical mucus. And your version of fertile mucus isn't necessarily the same as the next woman. So the app doesn't know what it looks like for you. You have the knowledge to identify when you're fertile. By all means, input that information into an app, but do not let an app tell you what's happening inside your own body. It's a little bit of a shorter episode today, but it is something that I think is really important and I really want to address. If you learned something new or you found value in today's episode, I really want to hear from you. So send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you want me to talk about in upcoming episodes. This podcast is for you and I want to talk about the things that are the most important for you.
You can get today's show notes with everything I talked about in this episode, as well as links to freebies and other related episodes at manorwomenswellness.com forward slash 32. And don't forget that you can also download your free fertility roadmap on the show notes page too, which is a really simple step-by-step guide to getting started with charting. And it includes a paper chart for you to print and use too. I will see you in next week's episode where we're talking post-pill acne and how to manage your skin when we stop taking hormonal contraceptives and those pimples start popping up. Okay, bye for now. And don't forget that knowledge is power. When you truly understand your body, you are empowered to make informed decisions and take control of your health. Until next week. If you've made it this far, you deserve a huge virtual hug because you just finished another episode of the Mana Women's Wellness Podcast. New episodes are released every Wednesday, so make sure you hit subscribe now so you don't miss when the latest goes live. Why not make my day and leave me a quick rating and review while you're over there? If you want more, head on over to Instagram at Mana Women's Wellness, slide into my DMs and say hello, or you can visit manawomenswellness.com forward slash podcast for show notes and access to all of the freebies that I talked about in this episode. Until next time. Let's talk about TempDrop. TempDrop's wearable sensor and accompanying charting app brings the full fertility tracking solution right to your phone, where the TempDrop sensor on your upper arm during sleep and then just sync to the charting app whenever it's convenient for you. TempDrop believes that every woman should be empowered and equipped with the knowledge to take control of their body. Sound familiar? That's where TempDrop steps in to provide clear, science-backed technology to help you to better track your cycle. I only recommend products that I use and love, and I love my TempDrop tracker. You can get 10% off your tracker with the code AFFertilityCo or head to fertilityco.com.au forward slash TempDrop for more information.